Hello and welcome to the Self-Explained Podcast. I'm your host, Katie O'Donoghue, the self-care coach. And on this podcast, I'm going to be bringing you through all things relationships, self-love and mindset. This is a podcast for those looking to elevate their level of consciousness, to increase their self-awareness so that they can transform the relationship with their self and ultimately transform their life. Before I cut to today's episode, I want to let you know that if you are looking for a free guide on self-love, you can download your 25-page copy from the homepage on katieodonahue.com. Better yet, you can personally develop yourself on a month-by-month basis for as little as 49 euro a month and get coached by me on several topics, including self-love, confidence, sensuality, emotions, manifestation, and so much more inside the alchemy of self. Join the sisterhood today to make sure that you don't miss out on this month's coaching call and exclusive content. Welcome back to season two. For today's show, I have one of my best friends, Sarah Lombroso, on the show to talk about the power of gratitude and how transformative it can be in terms of your lifestyle and even your mindset. So Sarah, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) If you want to give today's listeners a brief insight into your background, um, maybe how you got to be where you are today in terms of your mindset and your personal growth journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for the introduction. Um, Like Katie said, um, I'm one of her best friends. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm 27. I'm a dentistry mature student in Ireland. And I began my mindset journey, I suppose, about two and a half years ago when I came across the book, The Secret. One of my really good friends, Rachel, sang its praises, you know, said how amazing it was. So I said, look, I'm going to give this book a go. And honestly, took to it like a duck to water. Um, And they talk an awful lot about gratitude in that book, the attitude of gratitude, they call it. So that's what really got me into, you know, the mindset area, I suppose. Um, You know, and there's lots of other fantastic tools that I kind of snowballed into from there. You know, meditation, I downloaded the Calm app. You know, I'm following a lot of, podcasts like there's an abundance of people on Instagram there's just there's a whole world of mindset that you know like something like that like one book can just introduce you to it just opened the door for me so yeah it's been going on since then and did you find it like hard to get into because I think some people I know when I first thought about you know mindset and personal growth I was kind of like oh it's for a certain type of person you know people who are deep into this spiritual journey And I remember at first I was kind of like a bit hesitant, but then when I got into it and I kind of looked at it as, you know, increasing your self-awareness, making yourself um, kind of step into who you really are because, you know, society can tell you so many things and influence the way you think and behave and feel. But at the end of the day, you got to bring it back to you, right? And personal growth is one of the ways to do it. So I have to ask, you know, was it hard to get into? I get you, you know, I, I can completely relate to that. Um, but honestly, was it hard for me? Honestly, no. Like I said, I I did take to it like a duck to water. I just, I couldn't believe that this was a thing, you know, like the words in the secret. I know it's for anyone who hasn't read it. I won't go too deep into it. (laughs) it. You know, it is quite a deep book, but it's also an amazing book. It does introduce you to the world of the power of your thoughts and that, you know, I suppose I used to, you know, go day to day. I used to 
I suppose, be on autopilot a little bit. I feel like I used to just kind of go day to day thinking life is happening to me. Whereas when you get introduced to the area of mindset and self-development, you're actually in control of your thoughts. And The Secret talks a lot about that too. And there's an awful lot of amazing books out there as well. Not just The Secret in all the different areas, but you, you have the power over your mind and you control your thoughts. You control your own emotions. You control how you interact with other people. You control who you interact with. You, know, you can set boundaries. You, you have the power within yourself to control all that, you know, and I just, I don't think, I think it's just a matter of knowing that this is there, that it's available, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Especially because I used to be someone who felt completely out of control in life. I felt like I couldn't change things and I felt almost powerless um, to life itself. And I definitely resonate, you know, with life is happening to me because I used to be in that victim mentality as well. You know, everything is happening to me. The world hates me. And it's such a toxic and negative way to be, I guess, and think as well, because, you know, if you're waking up every day and you feel like you can't do anything to change how you're living your life or to change the way you feel or to change the way you think, it's, it's suffocating and, Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for my journey and I'm pretty sure you are too. And anyone else who has started to get into personal development, you know, personal growth, spiritual journey, mindset, whatever it is that you want to call it, they're all one and the same more or less. But in terms of the steps you take to enhance your mindset, what do you do in particular, you know, outside of, let's say, maybe the podcast, what is like your morning routine or your typical day-to-day go-to? Yeah. So I suppose on the focus of gratitude, like it would be my favorite thing to do. So I literally, it's gotten to the stage where I do wake up in the morning and my brain literally goes straight to, I'm so glad I woke up this morning and I'm healthy and it's a new day. Honestly, I'm actually, I'm not even joking. Like that thought literally is one of the first thoughts that comes into my head. And it wasn't always like that, you know, like it's like, oh my God, my alarm's going off. Oh my God, I have to rush. I have to get up. Oh my God. Do you know, it's kind of like, I have to, but now I heard something recently and it's, it's so powerful. You switch it to, I get to, I get to wake up this morning. I'm alive. Like what are the chances of actually being alive? I, I don't know the exact figure, but it's, it's dismal, you know, like it's a miracle to even wake up in the morning, you know? So I suppose I did start off small with gratitude. So, you know, I started, I suppose, gratitude journaling. It started like that. So then it just built up to a habit. Isn't that it? Like repetition. And then, you know, it, it's a really good start to the day. So in terms of morning routine, you know, I get up, I eat breakfast, you know, do all the normal things. I meditate, um, I journal a little bit, and then it just really gets you in a good mind frame for the day and how you show up for yourself, how you show up to the world. You know, exercise is a really good thing to do in the morning too. I'm not perfect. I don't do exercise every single morning, but definitely gratitude is the first thing that I start off with. And I carry it out throughout the day solely because I made it into a habit, you know, over time. Yeah. And do you know what kind of maybe got you into gratitude? Because I know some people would be like, 
I'm not just going to pick up my journal and get into gratitude. Was there maybe a key moment where you were kind of like, I need to start appreciating life more, be grateful for what I have, because let's be realistic. Not everyone is able to be grateful for what they have. They either always want more or Mm -hmm. maybe don't recognize the little luxuries, you know, like you said, getting up in the morning and actually acknowledging that you were alive, that you were breathing, that you were healthy, that you have a roof over your head, you know, that you have people around you that love you and care for you. Whereas, you know, you have to ask if this pandemic has made people realize that it's not about the luxury items, you know, in terms of the fancy car or the big holiday trips or, you know, the bags, the kind of materialistic things. It's much more about the simpler things in life, the the true connection, you know, with people that you have around you and being out in the sunshine, feeling the sun on your skin, how that makes you feel in the inside. Um, so yeah, was there a key moment that kind of made you think, I need to start retraining the way I think about life or, you know, reprogramming my mind to focus on the positives? because everyone is so negative focused, especially right now, I think. Absolutely. And especially right now, it's, it's just such a strange time for everyone. And I think, aren't humans inherently negative, aren't we? Isn't that? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's totally natural. And for anyone listening, like it is so normal to feel negative you know, because humans are inherently negative and even the way everything is now, you know, it is, it is hard, but you have the power within you to change your perspective on it. Sorry. (laughs) Perspective on it. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So you do have that. And gratitude is one of those tools that you can use. So I think, I think it was the pandemic that really like solidified it for me. I think I was really getting into it already, but it was more so the act of practicing gratitude. So I would have to remember to do it. So it was more so like developing the habit, but during the pandemic, it was one way or the other you know, am I going to make the most of this or am I going to, you know, spend all day thinking about how bad the situation is? So I suppose, yeah, yeah, it just, it really developed into a habit. And now I do it throughout the day. Like I'm so grateful for my breakfast this morning, like, because unfortunately the opposite is so true for so many people. And I'm so lucky to have a fridge full of food. You know, it's, it's being grateful, like you said, for the really small things and living in the moment. And obviously, if you have a million euro in your bank account, if you have any amount of money in your bank account, you know, it's, it's fantastic to be so grateful for the material things too. But when you're grateful for everything, then, you know, it's a game changer. It just brings you back to, it just, this kind of feeling of like warmth and ease and peace kind of washes over you when you really feel into what you're grateful for. So anyone starting out, I suppose, you know, you might naturally do this or it could be a habit anyway, but if you are struggling to feel kind of positive or grateful, you know, kind of start writing it down, make it a habit first thing in the morning. What am I grateful for today? 
and writing it down is so powerful, you know, and not just listing it because, you know, you can list the things you're grateful for, but really feeling into them. So I'm grateful for this person in my life. Why are you grateful for that person? What do they do? How do they make you feel? You know, if you really feel into the things that you're grateful for, I think that's really powerful and it's rewarding because you feel the effects of it. And then I think eventually it becomes a habit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's incredibly powerful as well, because when you look at the stats, you know, 80% of your thoughts are negative, 95% of which are repetitive. So if you think about it, you're having all these negative thoughts repeatedly, and that's going to put you down in a rut, basically, of just negative mindset, negative day, negative life. And this one simple tool can be so transformative, and it can just change your entire outlook. But there is obviously, you know, the negative side, because I know there'll be a few people listening and they'll be like, but but, but there is a toxic side to gratitude, just like it's toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people might be listening. And what I want to make clear is not to think that you have to be positive all the time when you are practicing gratitude, because it's important to feel the full range of your emotions, Mm -hmm. um, to acknowledge them when they come up because they serve a purpose through your survival instincts but the whole point of gratitude is to kind of like you said make you focused on the present the good things that you have going for you rather than thinking of all of the things that you don't have going for you because Mm -hmm. you know when I think about it you know the most obvious thing that I could think of is you know when people have sunshine they're like oh it's too hot (laughs) And then when it rains, they're like, oh, I'd love a bit of sun. And they're always thinking about what <laughs> they're always thinking about what they can't have, you know, what they don't yeah. have. And it's like, even it's though such a natural response, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, even right now in the pandemic, you know, people are so focused on what they can't have and what they don't have. But that simple change of thought to what you do have and what you can do can really take you out of that feeling boxed in, feeling like the world is just stopped, you know? But, you know, a lot of people, when they think of practicing gratitude as well, um, they can kind of maybe get caught up in this big, massive journaling thing that they think they have to do. And, you know, they forget, like, you could be grateful, you know, just for my cup of tea, my glass of water. small things don't think you have to deep dive but deep diving like you said is really good like feel into it like feel that feeling in your body but was there any hard lessons that you were grateful to learn out of life because I know we're all talking about positive positive but sometimes it's good to bring it back to the realness you know because very little people talk about the struggles and the hard lessons but it's important to talk about them because you never know who's listening and you never know who it can help. So if I'm not asking or prying too much, Sarah, you can tell me like, "Mm -hmm, you know, back off, Katie. (laughs) Cut the podcast. (laughs) No, we're we're all open. We're all friends here. Um, But any hard lesson that you were grateful to learn? Because we all have lessons in life. They're not always easy. Exactly. Well, just to kind of follow up first on what you said, like, I couldn't agree more. It is so important to acknowledge your emotions and your emotions are so valid at any point, no matter what you're feeling. And it's so important to acknowledge them and 
Exactly. Like gratitude isn't a substitute to just bury what you're feeling and just, no, no, I have to be positive now. No, you know, when something isn't okay, feel into it. Why am I feeling like this isn't okay? Listen to your gut. Um, and it is always okay not to feel okay, you know? Um, but what gratitude can do is, I suppose, because life can unfortunately be really cruel and unfair and what gratitude can do is hopefully give you some solace and maybe some comfort and ease in those moments while also feeling your emotions and then hopefully knowing that it's going to be okay in the end, you know? So I mean, a hard lesson that I learned, it is kind of that it's, it's just kind of from, I suppose, a before and after perspective, like before really harnessing the power of gratitude in my life. So before being a bit overwhelmed by your emotions and feeling like, okay, I'm doomed, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) so I suppose that that was a lesson that I learned, you know, and I'm very grateful to have come across gratitude, you know, in that sense. And I suppose, yeah, like your past mistakes, you know, every mistake is a lesson. And I used to look at my mistakes as the end of the world, but we're all human. We're not computers, you know, your mistakes can teach you. So I really think that's one of the most important lessons that I've learned is to go out there, try and do your best, you know, but if you mess up, if you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up about it, you know, learn from it, look at it and say, okay, it didn't go according to plan, but, or maybe I let my emotions get the better of me, but look at it from an objective point of view, say to yourself, you know, what can I learn from this? What can I do differently the next time if this scenario comes up? So, and believe me, I'm not perfect. Sometimes my emotions do still get the better of me, you know, like something could be worrying you or, you know, something really upsetting can happen. And it is tough sometimes to, you know, kind of catch yourself in the moment and, you know, bring yourself back. But the more you practice gratitude, the more, I don't know, it, I don't know how it works, <laughs> but it does build up a habit. You know, your mind starts to automatically feel ease. You know, it automatically starts to go there. Would you yeah. agree with that? It's like the saying goes, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. So it's just about creating these kind of grooves in your brain. So Mm -hmm. you have all these grooves in your brain, you know, it's down to neuroplasticity. Um, So if you're always thinking negatively, that's going to be telling your brain to keep doing this and keep doing this. And it's just going to keep happening automatically. So that's why people have automatic negative thoughts come up because you've been training your brain, you've been programming it based on your environment, what you're looking at, what you're listening to, who you're speaking to, who you're interacting with, past experiences, everything has trained you to think and feel a certain way. And it's, you know, it's up to you to reprogram yourself to think and feel another way and behave another way. And Mm -hmm. like you said, you know, gratitude is one of the first steps that you can take to train your brain to focus on the positives, to create these new grooves in your brain that you know, are firing in a more positive direction so that when something bad happens to you or an adversity or something that is quite challenging emotionally, 
you're not automatically getting sucked into this vortex and having all these negative thoughts and experiences, but you're actually just able to almost rationalize with it a bit more and decide for yourself whether you're going to take a negative approach or a positive approach because you have now trained your brain to do the opposite of what it was probably doing all along, which was negative because you know, it's danger survival instincts again to remember all these negative experiences because it's a protection um, mechanism essentially to keep you from danger. And, you know, danger, like I said, I say this time and time again, it used to be a lion chasing after you and you were going to be eaten alive. And that was why you, your brain had to remember this negative experience so that you are prepared and that it doesn't happen again. But the threat nowadays is you know, maybe someone not texting you back, maybe losing a job, maybe um, being abandoned, you know, by a friend, by a partner, and that is your threat. Or having an exam, you know, that's threatening your emotional well-being, you know, you're freaking out over it. And it's the different types of threat that are in your environment nowadays that your brain is already focusing on if it's a negative experience in your eyes and your perception. So how do you you know, get to that balance where you're not just going the negative route, but actually taking a step back, taking the breath, observing, and then deciding how to respond instead of just reacting negatively, but choosing to respond positively if that's the way you would go or accepting what is happening if it's negative, dealing with the negative aspect of it, whether that's a negative emotion, um, allowing it to come up and serve its purpose, and then choosing how to move forward rather than just going negative, 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 negative. And I say that because I have been in those situations where it's just like overwhelming and you feel yeah. like there's nothing else you can think about. It's just all these negative thoughts. Like, why did you do that? Oh my God, you're so stupid. I can't believe you did this. You'll never succeed in life. You're always a failure. And it's just one after the other. And it's just like, ding, 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 ding. And you're just like, whoa, slow down a second. <laughs> have you, yeah. you've, You've had those experiences too, I take it, because I see you nodding away. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure this is so common. I mean, you know, there's just so much going on all the time in everyone's lives, you know. And the important thing to remember is, and I think I should focus on the word remember here, because the important thing to remember is your thoughts are just thoughts. It's just your brain being trained to just react in this certain way. And it, they're just firing. Like you said, it's like, ding, 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 ding. And you know, it can feel overwhelming, but it's remembering to take a step back. They're just thoughts, you know, and looking at it from an outside perspective. And it's hard. It's, it's not easy to do that. You know, like that's a, ha that's a habit in itself that you need to, try and build up. And I do think that's the beauty of gratitude because gratitude, doing it all day, like even looking outside, like I'm actually looking outside now, it's like such a nice day, but it's, it's looking outside and saying, oh, it's a really nice day today, you know? And then that action trains you to kind of come into the moment. So the more you practice it, the more you're in the habit of kind of coming into the moment you know, and appreciating the little things, like you said, like your cup of tea, like your water, like we are so lucky to have clean flowing water, 
you know, um, so readily accessible to us and the shops are only just down the road. You know, it's, it's really important to just remember to do it. But like I said, it's not always easy. So that's where the kind of practicing of it that I would highly recommend comes in. And, you know, be patient with yourself too, because it doesn't happen overnight. Like I said, I, I began, I was introduced to it two and a half years ago and I'm still not, I still don't have it mastered. I don't know, will I ever have it mastered, you know, but I have to say it has helped me hugely, you know, in every day. And I'm actually going to say my favorite quote. Um, <laughs> so here she goes. Here <laughs> go on. Goes. Here I go with the quote, but I do. It's my favorite quote ever. And it can just sum this up so well, I think. Um, it's for any Harry Potter fans out there, it's the Albus Dumbledore quote that he says in The Prisoner of Azkaban. He says, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Ooh, I like that. I really yeah. like that. Can you send me that after? I'm going to steal it. <laughs> I, I will. It's so like, you know, I love Harry Potter, you know, and I'll, I'll actually send you the video clip of it. Like it's, oh, it's so good. And like what resonates for me is the remember part. So, and the light is gratitude to me. Now the light can be many things. The light can be remembering to, okay, I'm really feeling a bit meh. I'm going to turn on my favorite song my favorite uplifting song, or I'm going to call my really funny friend because every time I talk to them, I just feel amazing. You know, it's being in tune with how you feel after you do things. So gratitude is just one light. It's my favorite light to practice, to do, but I don't know, the light could be different for many people. It could be going outside. It could be petting your dog. It could be taking your dog for a walk. It could be you know, talking to your favorite person, watching your favorite TV show. It's remembering to kind of come back to the moment. There is happiness to be found there. You just have to, to find it, you know? Yeah. And that's seen as you're like, come back to the moment. And I see you pointing at your chest and I'm like, yeah, back to the self, you know, yeah. back to you. Yeah. Which brings me to another question I'm going to ask you. And I know you might be like, ah, what, where, where is she going with this? But an aspect of your personality that you're great for because often, you know, when it comes to people thinking about themselves, they think negatively about themselves and mm -hmm. they criticize themselves. And it's so easy to remember all of the bad things about yourself. So yeah. what aspect of even yourself, not necessarily your personality, but what are you grateful for in terms of who you are? I suppose... What am I grateful for? I think I'm very grateful for the fact that I've always been able to make friends quite easily. So, you know, I don't know, is that part of my personality? It could be, you know, like, I feel like it could signify that I'm a bit open, maybe not a bit open, like very open. So even to to new aspects, like new ideas, like mindset and self-development, you know, it's extremely important to be open, you know, and not be afraid to see all different types of things that the world has to offer, you know, like no one is the same, you know, painting people with the same brush, it does no one any favors. I mean, you know, you have to accept everyone for who they are. And that's probably where the, 
making friends easily comes in maybe I'm, I'm not too sure um I've always just felt like yeah I do kind of get along with people quite easily and the basis of that is probably you know just accepting people for who they are being grateful for everyone that comes into your life you know not everyone is going to make your day better but everyone that comes into your life teaches you something you know yeah absolutely people can teach you things your experiences teach you things even if it's not a thing that you're like maybe allergic to you're you're like oh I just don't like their vibe or they're maybe not nice to you but they're still teaching you something about you know what you don't want to do to other people or in terms of your own behavior it kind of makes you look at yourself and acknowledge you know the differences or what you can improve on and it's important to look at people as teachers rather than to just you know let them come in and out of your life you know what are they teaching what are they adding to your life or what are they not adding to your life because sometimes you know not everyone's meant to stay not everyone is going to be part of your story but they'll be part of a chapter so to say but before I wrap this up, because I, I know I'm kind of going off direction there now and I'm like, oh, we're going into relationships now. <laughs> I know, but it's so important. It is. The relationship with yourself is the number one relationship, you know. If that's down, if you've got that nailed down, I mean, you know, your relationships with other people will just transform as well, you know. Yeah, I absolutely. Think. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree on that. Yeah. But... If we're to talk, to wrap this up, even not to talk, <laughs> um, what made you, because I know well, it's early over there, so it's my end of day over here, because Sarah's actually based over in Ireland and I'm based in Australia. So this morning, I'm not sure how long you've been up, but what is one thing that kind of made you smile today or made you laugh outside of the sunshine that you have just pointed out a few, <laughs> a few minutes ago? <laughs> I'm not, oh, I just saw a magpie. Um, <laughs> See, I'm not joking. I see magpies every single day. And the typical like thing to do, I'm always like, hey, like wave at the magpie. <laughs> it's such an Irish thing to do. I've sought hey. my partner over here to wave at them and he'd be looking at me. I'd be like, you got to wave at the magpie. And he's like, this is like one of your like, and he says it jokingly, but he's like, this is one of your like gypsy story things. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I know. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, but what made me smile today? I suppose this did, like waking up, I was so excited to do this. Honestly, you know, I'm not just plumosity now or anything, but you know, I honestly, I woke up and I could not wait to do this because it's something that I am really passionate about. And, you know, it may not be for everyone and that's perfectly okay too. Um, but what I really feel that isn't okay, you know, is is to kind of not be in constant pursuit of something that does make you and the relationship with yourself better because then you show up better for everybody and and isn't that it at the end of the day you want to feel good you want to be kind to others not make others days worse you know and no no one's perfect i'm not perfect either you know but yeah that's it (laughs) that's it really yeah and wait for this and to chat about it you know I do feel very passionately about the whole thing oh thank you no I'm like worries. blushing I'm like oh that's so sweet <laughs> oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't wait honestly and thank you I'm very grateful that you had me on 
I'm grateful for you coming on as well, because I know this can be quite nerve wracking. I've had, you know, my own experiences of going on podcasts and I'd be sweating, like quite literally sweating in the seat, being like, oh my God, is it over yet? <laughs> so thank you <laughs> for coming on the show because, you know, that in itself is an act of courage, essentially, you know, because you're coming on, you're not knowing really what direction the conversation is going to go, how deep I'm going to go, because obviously as a coach, I can go very deep. <laughs> but I, you know, I wouldn't ever like put you on the spotlight, so to say, in terms of an uncomfortable position, but sometimes being uncomfortable is quite good too. It helps you grow. (laughs) I will say that. (laughs) But thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. But thank you for being on the show is what I want to say. And you were so right. You know, gratitude is one step that you can take to transform the relationship with yourself. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to wrap this up and say to the listeners today, what is another step that you could take today? to improve the relationship with yourself and ultimately improve the relationship with those around you. Have you any questions for our listeners today, Sarah? Think you should add anything in? <laughs> I, I really, the one thing that I would recommend, it's really simple, is turning I have to into I get to. That's, That's what so I empowering. Say. It honestly, it, it just start doing it and, and see how you feel. That's my advice. I have to clean my car. No, I get to clean my car. I'm so lucky to have a car. You know, that's just an example. If you don't have a car, I have to walk to the shop. I get to walk to the shop. I get to walk and exercise and breathe in fresh air. It's such a nice day. You know, it could, you, you can turn it into anything, but that's what I would recommend. And then gratitude, it snowballs from there. You know, it diverts you into a more positive mind frame. And then literally more positive thoughts, more positive actions. That's what I would recommend. Thank you, Sarah. I hope today's listeners take their journal and pen and, you know, go, 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 get up and go and practice your gratitude. But that's all that we have for today. Thank you, Sarah, once again for being on the show. No problem. And to everyone that's listening, I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.